One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, and Chino Liao coming to you for another weekly live stream on a Thursday. Trying to get ourselves up on Kumu if you haven't followed us yet. It is at Wrestling Wrestling Pod. For those of you who are joining us on Facebook, thank you so much for always tuning into Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast every Thursday night. And if you're finding us on Spotify or if you haven't followed us yet, we're trying to make it to 500 followers this week. So please go ahead and follow us on Spotify. It is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. All right. Uh, of course, we can't start the show without telling you about the ways that you can support the, uh, support the show. So we got to say thank you to all of our friends, all of our uh, patrons over on Patreon. And if you want to experience the same benefits that they get to experience over on Patreon, uh, Rose is going to tell you what's in store for you. Crown Jewel is next week, guys. We will be having a after-work watch party because the show is actually starting live on 12 a.m. Friday October 23 hour time. So there is no way in hell except for Boswaki. Si Boswaki na nga may manood ng midnight show. But uh, we will be doing that. We will be having that watch party. You can join in if you subscribe to our Patreon. It is patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For as low as 250 pesos a month, you get access to our Discord. You get access to our watch parties and we'll talk about the things that we just saw. It's a lot of fun stuff happening. Uh, you get exclusive content wherein we review the shows that happen every week and you also get free merch uh, we are in the process of thinking of free merch uh, and i think our uh, patrons deserve something new from us so yeah uh, again patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast 250 a month all for free i mean not for free all that for a low price yeah Another way you can support the pod and protect yourself on the internet is by getting yourself a NordVPN subscription. And uh, thanks to our friends at Podmetrics and Podcast Network Asia, we can also make it easy for you to get protected, especially yung mga devices nyo when you're doing your internet activities. Yeah, and not just that, you can also uh, no, get access to Disney Plus habang wala pa tayong Disney Plus dito. All you gotta do is subscribe using our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash 476 
podlink.co slash the numbers 476. When you click that, you will be taken to a special deal in which you can avail of two years and four months of NordVPN protection for only $89. That's 4,500 pesos in our currency. Again, podlink.co slash 476. All right. Okay, uh, people in the comments have been asking about the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast co-host search. So we posted about that earlier this week. Uh, I recorded a video and we posted it on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. It's also on Facebook and Twitter where you can find us. And uh, basically what we're looking for is somebody who is a regular viewer of all of the shows that we watch for you know for the podcast coverage, but in the pay-per-views. If you go above and beyond that, good for you. Uh, we're also looking, obviously, for somebody with personality. And somebody with mic skills. Because, of course, it's a little bit of a story when we're just talking and you can't really speak. So, Guys, that would suck. So, when we say personality and mic skills, we do not mean a promo. Okay? You don't have to cut <laughs> yeah, a promo. Yeah. You don't have to pretend like you're some character that doesn't exist. It's fine. Just be yourself. Don't worry. You can do... May, may do over, man. So, uh, we'll allow you to do it over... Uh, Improve your skills oh. as we go along. Because we really are looking for a permanent fourth man here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Oh, I guess gusto mo fourth man in character. <laughs> Every <laughs> week. <laughs> Every week, non-stop. Personality. When we mean personality, we mean uh, how if you can express yourself uh, coherently, if you're funny, if you're smart, if you have an opinion. Yeah, basically, don't be bland, don't be boring. If you're a student, yeah, I don't think we suggest auditioning because I'm sure you have a lot going on and you our studies are more important before wrestling. So, uh, Yun, if you're interested, please, please send us a video uploaded on your social media accounts. Any social media account will do. Just tag us on our social media account so we can see it and you know, make sure it's cool and good. Yeah, uh, so we're looking for a one-minute audition video of you reacting to our last episode. So whatever uh, most recent episode you napakinggan mo, just react to it. Tell us what you liked about it. Then make sure to tag us at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok. And then on Facebook or Instagram, it is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And uh, Sabini Row, fourth man, a fourth woman would be just as great. So yeah, yeah, you know, if, yeah. If, if, if you actually person, know, if you know a female wrestling fan who's got a lot of thoughts and opinions to share, uh, let them know that we're looking for somebody. We're looking for a new voice here on the podcast. So um, it, it, it's, it's going to be a very exciting few weeks uh, on the podcast and champre behind the scenes. All right. So we're looking forward to your submissions. And, uh, you know, who knows? If you submit something really good, we'll be getting in touch with you really, really soon. Yep. All right. Let's talk about the main roster. Let's talk about the Queen's Crown booking. So looking at social media, and having watched Raw and SmackDown over the past week, the general consensus is that these matches have been too quick, too short. So what's up with all these matches? Any reactions, Neil? Let's start with Chino here as Rose trying to set up in Kumu. Uh, but I've seen the highlights of what they're talking about here. It's been a week, guys. It's been a week. Uh, but I've seen highlights of what they're trying to do here, and it it feels very half-baked. Para came up with the tournament just for the sake of coming up with the tournament. Now, again, I might be wrong but from what I've been seeing is make clear make clear cut directions in the 
but getting there is one hell of a trip. Na parang sobrang kulo pa. Diba? Because all the matches don't make sense. Everything is so fast. And I, I guess we're getting Shayna as the queens. The, the I feel like this is Shayna's tournament to win, but I don't like how it's getting there. Uh, it's weird because if the men's King of the Ring was also like this, I don't think anyone would have complained. And uh, the only thing that the only person this really works for is Shayna Baszler because Shayna supposed Shayna deserves to demolish everyone in the competition, right? Uh, it's just sad because na sobrang halata na hindi nila binibigyan ng kasi ng same uh, value yung mga non-main event women that they have, and it's pretty clear to everyone. And when that's the message you're trying to send, it's really not a good look. And uh, you know, everyone knows that you can do better when it comes to booking these women and giving them more time to shine. Yeah, it's kind of sad for me because when Tony Storm got called up to SmackDown, I was really expecting now, wow, they're going to flesh her out. She's going to have a presence on the main roster. And in the short time that Tony Storm has been on SmackDown, parang mas may character, mas may presence pa sina Shotzi and Knox. And they haven't really been around much either. So I was pretty sad. Now, we didn't really get much... Uh, from any of the Queen's Crown matches across SmackDown and Raw. Like, you would have thought na maybe SmackDown, sige, baka, uh, baka masabi mo na mas maiksi kasi yung running time niya. So there's uh, much less minutes to go around. But when you have a three-hour show like Raw, and aside from the Shayna Baszler match, but the other uh, Queen's Crown match, ganun lang din ka ikse. I think it was Dewdrop and Natalia. Parang, uh, okay, uh, it, it, it's not really my cup of tea. Uh, they, uh, I, I want to say that I like the Shayna Baszler, uh, Dana Brooke match because they did what they could, yeah, in yeah. only two minutes. It was fun watching them sprint, but uh, yeah, same, same thoughts. Ang, ang magandang tournament na this weekend was the one from Impact, which we'll get to a little bit. Uh, the knockouts, knockdown tournament was very well put together, all the matches were fleshed out, made may circumstantial, and even if you look at the WWE side of history here with the May Young Classic. produce fleshed out women's tournament. So I don't know why for especially for something that's supposed to be the first time ever they've decided to go this direction. It's very peculiar. Yeah, I just hope that yung feedback from social media, feedback from the fans makes it to whoever's uh, you know calling the shots for this tournament. And I'm hoping that we get better second round matchups. On that note, let's go to the men's side here. Uh, we saw four really good first-round matches for the King of the Ring, and now we're at the semis. So this weekend on SmackDown, we've got Finn Balor and Sami Zayn. And then on Raw for next week, it'll be Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahal. So uh, it was Kyle who pointed out in the comments that Sami Zayn doesn't take part in the Crown Jewel shows in Saudi Arabia right? because he's Syrian. So this probably looks like it's Finn Balor heading to Crown Jewel to represent the Raw side of the bracket. Unless like something huge happens now, for some reason, Sammy's going to be at Crown Jewel. Uh, SmackDown side of the bracket. Um, yeah, uh, this is Finn's to win actually. Because now that we know, seen the young participants, we've seen the full eight man bracket. I think this is really Finn Balor's to win. Uh, I think they'll put in Xavier Woods in the finals for a nice moment, but I'm not actually sure they're going to pull that trigger. But I would like to be wrong. Yeah, same. Uh, I think it's yung 
<laughs> yung politics ni Sammy kasi sa booking ng WWE. Eh. I mean, it would have been nice to see a face versus heel, which is technically where they went with Woods' bracket here kasi hindi na nabinigay yung Kofi versus Woods. Eh. So it would have been nice to see that. But at the same time, I feel like Demon King has a nice ring to it. So maybe that might be a new gimmick we might see in the future. Actually, they've been calling him the Demon King even before pa, diba? I mean, like, yeah, oh, now oh, he's an pa. actual king. <laughs> no, oh, but the pa. rumor is that uh, Finn Balor is apparently penciled in for a big role on Raw. So if that is the case, then I don't see why he isn't winning this. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I mean, I would love to see Xavier Woods have his own solo push in the form of King of the Ring because... Um, I mean, you have Big E, who's already world champion. Kofi Kingston has won the world championship. And for Xavier Woods, it, it would be nice to see him have something then as a single star. And since he's been campaigning for the King of the Ring for years now, uh, I would love for that to happen. That said, as Ro mentioned, if Finn Balor is next in line for something huge when he moves to Raw in a couple of weeks, then I think being King of the Ring is a, a big step, diba. Uh, you know, we've seen him in past King of the Ring winners. Now, more often than not, they're going to be set for a huge singles push right after they win. So as uh, Boswaki points out in the comment section, it could be uh, a great attempt to help us forget that the ending of Extreme Rules happened the way that it did. Yeah, uh, wash the stench of the rope break. Yeah, that's that's an, uh, that's a good idea actually. Uh, I would I wouldn't be surprised if Vince uh, in a lock si Finn Balor. Na, okay, magpatalo ka uh, with this rope break. Pero yagwin ka namin King of the Ring. Yeah, uh, why not? Right? Why not? Any other thoughts on the King of the Ring before we get to our next point here? Uh, no, wala naman. Um, it, we've already said what we had to say, and it's obvious that it's also short-term booking to make the most out of Crown Jewel next week. Yeah, because uh, Crown Jewel is happening next week. That's when we'll do predictions as well. Like, literally hours before the show goes uh, live. Uh. So just wait for that on next week's live stream. Okay, let's talk about the crossovers. Because if you watched Raw this week, you would have noticed that there were some crossovers. But and even though... Uh, the new main rosters should take effect after Crown Jewel Pa. So yeah, the Usos, Becky Lynch, and Bianca Belair all appearing on Raw. So itong crossover na to, do you like it or do you not like it? Uh, I get what they were trying to do. Yeah, uh, they, it, was, it was an attempt to bring up the ratings, but they weren't any Roman Reigns. Parang none of them were Roman Reigns. Not even Becky? Uh, I don't know. Eh. Uh they weren't even the main event, to, to be honest with you. So I am not sure they did anything. Although I have not seen the ratings for Raw yet. I'll look for that later. But uh, the Becky thing, the Bianca and Sasha thing, Sasha, yeah. is kind of messy at this point. They're just throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. So I don't think it was an effective crossover at all. I, I don't think... Sorry, sorry. This might be a hot take here, but I feel like Becky's lost a lot of of her steam when she went on maternity leave, so she's still in the process of trying to get it back. Because no one actually the exposure is mga tao, So if you're a long-time wrestling watcher, yeah, you'll know who she is. But if you're just picking up the product much recently, if you're a casual like the WWE wants to market themselves as, Shepard. You still it still takes time to warm up to somebody like Becky Lynch. Not enough That said, I like the moment between uh, all three of them. That one, and so, Charlotte. 
and and Charlotte as well. But yeah, I get I totally get now where Rose coming from. Where they try they're trying to stir the pot, but in like all the wrong ways. Yeah, uh, with Becky Lynch, I mean, I think nag-settle in na tayo na parang, okay, it's normal na ulit to have Becky back on TV. I think that's what you're trying to say, di ba, Chino? Na if uh, someone like Becky were to say, come back on this random episode of Raw, I think that would be a, a needle mover. But not yung ganitong status quo na, yeah. okay, you know, people like Becky, like Bianca, like Sasha, the regular fixtures on SmackDown. Oh, it's not uh, like John yeah. Cena came back, eh, di ba? It's not, like, it's not like Batista showed up or something. Or Brock like. even. Diba? It's not, it's not, it's not, it wasn't as effective as they thought it would have been. So uh, it's really just a mess because everything is in transition right now after the draft. So nobody knows what is actually going on. So uh, it's not as impactful as you guys said. Um, it would have benefited if they promoted ahead of time. But since they like doing these surprise things, um, making, the, making the card up as they go along in kayfabe, uh, talaga nawawala ng dahilan or you know momentum to tune into the shows every week. To be fair, they did plug the women's match. Yung usos okay. hindi. But sina Bianca, Becky, and Sasha were advertised for Raw heading into this uh, this past Monday. Okay, US okay. Time. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay. One last point on the main roster before we take our uh, first break. There's a rumor going around that Gable Stevenson, who is the draft and stash from Raw in uh, this year's draft, is being primed for a WrestleMania 38 run. Your thoughts? Uh, again, if Bad Bunny can do what he did in a matter of months, uh, I have the full fullest faith in Mr. Stevenson. And uh, sana lang hindi ano hindi olat yung matchup niya, diba? They are putting a lot of their eggs into this Gable Stevenson basket here. Graduate college. He's still in school. <laughs> yeah. And, and WWE loves him so much that they gave him his own training center in Minnesota just so he doesn't have to fly back and forth from the PC. Is that is that real? It, I, I read it somewhere, it's, so it has to be. Um, and it's just it's it's perplexing that confident dito sa batang to, Again, we were just talking about this over uh, the audio episode, the audio-only episode last week. It's hard to judge potential, especially if you don't have anything to go by. I only know him as an Olympic wrestler. I don't know him as a professional wrestler. So I can't really say kung charisma siya, kung kaya ba niya magdala ng match, and all, the, all those other things that you look for in professional wrestling. Now, that's it. Kung gusto nila a project si Gable Stevenson to become the next face of the WWE, then why not? Hey, to be fair to WWE, they did the same thing with Ronda Rousey, but they had her own. Uh, they had a setup just for her where she lived, and then see si Brian Kendrick yung pumupunta ron para change one on one. Yeah, and look, look how that turned out. It's they actually have a pretty good track record in converting yung non wrestling, non big non pro wrestling athletes into actual pro wrestlers. So I, I don't think this is a bad thing. Uh, for once, it's something to look forward to yeah, when you talk about the WWE. Uh, Aaron says in the comments, imagine if it turns out that Gable Stevenson sucks on the mic. Get him, get him a manager. <laughs> WWE actually has managers on their roster. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, right? that's, like I they, don't think... They can call up Malcolm Bivens, make him part of Diamond Mine or something. I don't oh. know. <laughs> oh, but there are ways around the, uh, ways around the mic. So yeah. It doesn't have to be him. Look at Brock. Right. Yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. 
it it shouldn't be that big of a problem, especially given how stacked WWE's roster is when it comes to talkers. Gosh, sobrang dali nun for them. Right, let's take a first break. When we come back, we'll talk about NXT and AEW. We'll talk all about that in a bit. But first, we got to let you know that the payday sale for Lazada is happening tomorrow. So here's how you can help us with your online shopping. Actually, 10-10 sale pa rin sa Lazada. So this, tonight is the last night. And then uh, there's going to be another sale uh, fr- this weekend. So all you got to do to support the podcast when you're shopping on Lazada is to use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash IAM. Podlink.co slash IAM. Uh, type that in your mobile browser. It will take you to the app at the cart. Check out. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast. At no extra cost to you. We have another uh, very friendly sponsor here on the podcast. Big ups to our friends from Union Bank. And you can sign up now for a Union Bank Lazada credit card. And here's how you can do that while helping us out in the process as well. So, uh, share ko lang na the Union Bank credit card, because it's a Lazada Union Bank credit card, when you use it to spend for your Lazada shopping, you get six times the Lazada credits. So imagine that. Imagine all the good stuff you can buy with that, uh, with your extra credits. So all you got to do to sign up using our affiliate link is uh, type in your browser, podlink.co slash LJ9, podlink.co slash LJ, and the number nine. Again, uh, when you do that, it will help us out at no extra cost to you. And now let's take a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi, mga matcha, sexy, chismosa. Ako nga pala si Makoy, ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo, ang inyong corporate lackey. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ay, yung pinakamahaba? Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Di ba pa, Glockis? Yung pinakamahaba? Oo, parin. Tayo yung pinakamahaba. Ang macho chismisa. Dahil ang tunay na macho, chismoso. Pag Glockis ba, tayo rin yung pinakamatigas. Let's get our shoutouts over on Kumu. Sabi ni Le... 100-1762. I love watching wrestling. And she or he... Proves that love by sending over some halo halo. Hey, salamat, Sabi, salamat. Salamat din sa halo halo. Jennifer R, Jennifer RTRLZ16. Also, sabi ni Scum again. And, oh, he sent us a shook. That's, that's you. That's bago din yan. But thank you. Thank you, everybody, for sending all the gifts and letting us know you love this wrestling talk on Kumu. Keep smashing those hearts, if you will. Yung. Uh, let's go to the comments, Sabni Rowan. What if Gable Stevenson turns out to be another Kurt Angle illegitimate son? Uh, sana wag, sana wag. Like, we're, we're done here. You know, we've done this before. Chaka, Chaka Kurt Angle is no longer with the company, so he is not allowed to be used as a prop, any as a plot device anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with regard to Jason Jordan, as Julian points out, I think Minalas didn't see Jason Jordan with the timing. Like he got injured and then turned out to be a career-ending injury. So yeah. that's why he's but now I mean, backstage has, as a producer. Yeah, he has a career as a producer now. So good for him. Yeah. Okay, let's go to NXT. And the big thing that happened on NXT was in the main event. Santos Escobar and Swerve had their North American Championship match. And we predicted on the podcast that Santos Escobar would be the new North American champion. And you we were totally wrong because Carmelo Hayes swooped in to cash in uh, his what breakout uh, tournament contract thingy. So that thing oh. that he won. When he won the breakout tournament for an instant championship match 
on Swerve, who he and Trick Williams had already beaten down. So what do you think about NXT now having its own money in the bank? I actually like it because if it's going to be confined to yung winner ng breakout tournament, which I assume now is going to be a yearly thing, um, then it's cool because you can be guaranteed that whoever is winning that breakout tournament is actually getting a push. Right? Uh, unlike Jordan Miles, the who's uh, now not with WWE anymore, he didn't get far. So it means that may intention talaga sila of pushing someone new, and uh, it's a good thing to be an NXT rookie right now. Now, to be fair, Jordan Miles kind of shot himself in the foot. Yeah, yeah. There's so, that too. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. really, we can't really say now with Asadam Plano because we never really saw it happen when it when he was there, the aforementioned ACH. But with Carmelo Hayes, it's a different story. You can say Nanalusha, and we're actually seeing a push given to him, and it and it just goes to show that they have high hopes for somebody like Carmelo Hayes. Right? We compared him to HBK in the last episode. I'm looking at a picture of him in HBK right now. And I and I really like uh, they're giving confidence to a guy who is the Vince type. He's not like a former football player. He's not white. He's he the He's not like uh, he's he's an indie guy. So it's yeah. it's a good it's a good look for the new NXT. I'm really excited for Carmelo Hayes because um no una medyo nakakagulat na he turned heel alongside Trick Williams and na BI siya ng basta basta but now he seems to be coming into his own as a character and I'm actually excited to see where the North American Championship storyline will go because for a while when Swerve was the champion he never really defended it so it's yeah. about time na na refresh yung yung division na to or yung championship picture na to and I guess it's a good way na rin to send Hit Row off to SmackDown diba uh, they even were able to write them out of the main event by having Legado take out Ashante over the weekend and then take out BFAB and Top Dollar at the top of the show. So I, I think that everything was actually handled well, at least for this particular story. Yeah, it kind of feels like Triple H is back. So uh, there's that. Uh, I hope he is, though. But uh, yeah, uh, they wrapped up that story and tied a bow around it. So uh, it's just kind of sad that uh, Santos Escobar lost in all of this, but at least he didn't win the championship just to lose it to Carmelo Hayes afterwards. Yeah, I actually like it this way. So um, I hope that see Santos Escobar starts feuding with Carmelo Hayes, except I wouldn't know who the heel would be there because it's heel. Um, so I guess it would also be nice if it opened the door for another baby, uh, baby face in the mid-card of NXT to rise up and start challenging Carmelo Hayes moving forward. Mm. Other stuff we want to talk about on NXT, we're getting a feud apparently between Tony D'Angelo and Lash Legend. And uh, there, there was this vignette of Tony D'Angelo talking in, uh, in front of a car, and then pagka walk away niya, yung producer ni Lash Legend nasa loob ng trunk, like, you know, mobster style. So yeah, was, this is kind of weird. Funny. But, but funny, yes, but weird. Oh, sino yung kaka-feud niya, diba? Sino yung kakalabanin niya in that, ano, uh, in that story, you know? I mean, producer. Wrestler play producer in it. Yeah, probably. It, it, it's weird, but I mean, I mean, see, Lash Legend is an archetype that we see in the real world. Yung uh, pot stirrer, chismosa, and then biglang kalaban yung mobster. Parang <laughs> I, I, I just uh, don't know kung uh, ano yung end game nito, and like, how is it supposed to like elevate both of them? Uh, Roman J in the comments is asking about expectations for 
the younger Uso brother who's been renamed? Solo Sikoa. Uh, I don't know what to expect from him. Um, he is no Sion Quinn at the moment, but it's going to be weird if he isn't, you know, obviously related. I mean, if he isn't mentioned to be related to the Usos and Roman Reigns eventually, because I'm sure the end game is to bring him up to the main roster, Deba. Right? So uh, it's like a totally new character, and people are going to know anyway that he is the youngest Uso brother, the Fatu brother, if you will. It, it's weird, though, that they're not using any lineage when it comes to these wrestling families. There was a broad breaker, Rick Steiner. So it's, it's weird that they aren't banking on that. I guess it's also good because it means that the people can shine on their own without having to rely on a family name. A lot of lot of times when when you get these third generation guys, second generation guys, they they rely on the family name a bit too much. Just look at the gun club or Brock Anderson. <laughs> I think it's too early naman to say that the gun club and Brock Anderson are busts, but I would probably point towards a Ted DiBiase Jr., for example. Oh, he didn't pan oh, out yun. to be the star they wanted him to be. So I like how they're giving them an identity of their own. Right, and and dami examples from you know si Ted DiBiase Jr., Curtis Axel, uh, Bo Dallas. You know these are all wrestlers from uh, wrestling families who I guess somebody had high hopes for them to eventually make it to the main event, but for one reason or another it just didn't work out. So I think given that track record, that could be a way of them avoiding that by giving these guys fresh new identities. But as Ro mentions, it's also weird to not acknowledge the obvious fact that. You know, Braun Breaker looks like Rick Steiner and sounds like a Steiner when he's on the mic, diba. I think you can say them when uh, you are, you know, related to these legends, diba. And also mention that you are looking to strike it out on your own. Like, how is it so hard to say, okay, I'm Rick Steiner's son and I am Scott Steiner's nephew, but I wanted the name Braun Breaker because I wanted to strike out on my own and be myself. I, I, I don't think that was much of a reach. To be fair, that's what Curtis Axel actually did when he was renamed yeah. Curtis Axel from Michael McGillicuddy. Like they even had a promo where he was saying that it was an uh, homage to his father and his grandfather, Curtis Axel, the Larry the Axe Hennig and Kurt Hennig. So I don't know. Um, I I would want uh NXT 2.0 to eventually acknowledge this about the mga legacy wrestlers they left, uh, the Braun Breakers and the uh, Von Wagners and uh, the the youngest Uso brother. Sorry, I keep forgetting his name. Solo Sikoa. <laughs> there, Solo Sikoa. Thank you, thank you. Uh, last bit here on NXT before we move on to AEW. Ivy Nile had her debut this week. What, uh, what are your thoughts on her first match? Jesus, I mean, like, I, I was right on the audio-only uh, episode this week if you haven't uh, listened to that one yet. Ivy Nile is a natural athlete. She was taught the basics well. Uh, I spotted her fundamentals are really strong. And uh, she has a lot of potential. I think she can be a star in the main roster. Uh, I can imagine the future matches between her and Bianca Belair. She's really tiny at five foot two or five foot three, but she's, she's really strong as well. She's so jacked. Yeah, like uh, seeing her lift the Valentina Feroz um, for those suplexes and those throws. Gosh, um, she she's like a more well built Layla Hirsch. Uh, yeah, I was uh, gonna make that comparison as well. They're like a little bit, she's a lot more agile than Leila Hirsch. center of gravity, but she can move, man. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess, I guess, Tamasi Rodon, uh, when we said it was, it's hard to judge because they would just want to move. 
But I'm glad yeah, they one gave Superman time. punch from a few weeks ago. It was hard to judge, but but then at the same time, now that they've given him so much, to, so much more to do, rather, it it actually it impressed me a lot. So I like I like that fact. I also like how we're not talking about Harlan still. Yeah, yeah. Talk about Harlan again. Let's, yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about, about Harlan. Harlan. Yeah, yeah. Not, I, what is there to say? Like, <laughs> I uh, so he has a creepy relationship with Joe Casey. Let's with get Joe that Casey, out of the way. Yeah. You, you might pop plus up plus yeah. Like, okay, what's going on here? I feel like they're going to try and incorporate the manager relationship with Joe. Yeah, Casey, feeling good, feeling good enough. Which which is bad for Joe Gacy because. He's a wrestler, but then at the same time, it's good for Harlan because I don't think he has mic skills just yet. Uh, I don't think he has wrestling skills just yet either, but I don't know. Uh, he's on TV, so that must mean something. So um, I foresee a sort of Bray Wyatt-ish relationship between the two. Uh, Bray Wyatt, Wyatt family-ish relationship. Harlan, Harlan was chasing after... Tommaso Ciampa and Harlan even got a reaction from Kevin Durant for some reason on Wait, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Instagram. On Instagram. Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant <laughs> gave him fire that. emojis. Yes, yes. Uh, Kevin Durant saw the NXT post about Harlan and commented fire emojis. So I mean, when you get a reaction like that from one of the NBA's biggest heels, good for you. Yeah. So feeling uh, Harlan will be the monster of Joe Gacy. And who is, by the way, obviously a lunatic now, which is a far cry from what he was when he first appeared uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, my pag unhinged, no? uh, especially when the bell rings. I think we made the comparison, or I made the comparison to Festus. Apparently, he t- takes on this this shift in mindset as soon as the bell rings. And uh, you can also see your effort now from the commentary. Now they're really trying to send the message now. Yeah, you shouldn't cheer for this guy because Wade Barrett is really supporting him and saying now, oh, tamay si niya, and then si Beth Phoenix sinasaway si Wade Barrett. Yeah. So you have that, uh, I-, I guess, supporting the idea na healing talaga itong si Joe Gacy. So that should be as clear a message as you can you can find. Anything else on NXT 2.0? Uh, that's about it. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, let's go to AEW. Uh, let's start with news coming out today. Sabni Tony Khan that there is an AEW library on the way, and they're just figuring out details with Warner Media, who's going to be their partner in this endeavor. Na to. And with uh, the AEW library, this this will include lahat ng past episodes nila for the TV shows, the YouTube shows, and the pay-per-views that they've had. So in mga two years of existing, AEW is already planning to bring this service out. So what do you think about this? Is this a good move for them? Yeah. Um, a streaming service is always a good move for anyone. Uh, DWL nga, gusto mo streaming service, diba? And they're only a tiny, uh, only a tiny promotion in Duffy. Uh, I'm not hot on the AEW library. That's a whack-ass name right there for a streaming service. Uh, I'm sure you can think of something better. But, um, I do want a place to watch the old stuff that isn't fight.tv. Uh, so it's going to be good, especially if it's going to be bundled in with another uh, streaming service. It's interesting that they announced because I remember a few years ago, Cody was in the process of trying to buy up as much of his dad's properties, wrestling properties, as, as he could. So we might actually see a bundle here of not just AEW, but like maybe perhaps Dusty Road, uh, the Dusty Roads wrestling matches, 
maybe WCW from back then, kung makuha nila yun. Diba? All sorts of things that Cody's been buying up. Diba? It's really not that far a stretch for you to imagine like a Turner Re- Wrestling Network or something to happen from this. Kasi madami na din silang content and they're still producing content. They just came out with a three-hour compilation of, of dark matches for the weekend. So, wow. Meron silang, meron silang material for it. Eh. And people will still keep watching kasi mainit pa sila. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, it's not going to be called the AEW library. You know, your generic term being used to refer <laughs> okay. to it. So we don't know yet okay. what the streaming service is going to yeah. be called. Like they could call it AEW World or whatever. You know, then again, NJPW already calls it NJPW World. So AEW Plus. No, the AEW Plus in yeah, yeah. Uh, Fight TV. Yeah, yeah, so Fight TV. Yes, yes. That's, oh, that's okay. actually it. So it's probably going to be it. Okay. I mean, that's not a bad name, right? AEW Plus, Paramount yeah. Plus. Anything plus. Uh, Bruce is asking, will they wait a month before uploading a new episode like they do on the WWE Network? Uh, Highly likely just because of the TV deal. Parang garapal sa TNT and TBS, diba? Yeah. Uh, Emil naman doesn't want to pay $1,000 for a pay-per-view. But I'm going to tell you, though, that that is a good deal when you think about how expensive pay-per-views are supposed to be in the States. Like, they're supposed to be like, $60, $70. I remember paying for a WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania play button for about $75. So, Murane 1000, guys. Yeah, I know not everyone can afford it, but uh, it's such a good deal. So, um, if you don't want to pay that much, though, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Just saying. Yeah, Uh, to be fair, uh, you Philippine prices are actually lower compared to the oh. other markets. So when you they check know- out AEW Plus, for example, we actually get a better deal than someone in the US. Yes, yes, that's true. Uh, imagine AEW Plus for two fifty pesos a month, same as the pod, uh, the, the Patreon. But you can get to watch Dynamite and Rampage live and on demand. No, pang commercials. Right, right. Yep, exactly. So, okay, uh, since we're talking about AEW, we got to talk about the fact that there's dynamite ngayon. And a lot of you in the comments said today that ah, parang empty on Thursday. It's just not the same that there's dynamite. And I'm, I've got to be honest with you, I it today. I was like, there's dynamite ngayon. And, uh, it's happening over the weekend. And uh, this is happening uh, because of scheduling diba? with uh, TNT. They've got hockey going on right now. So, um, nagkata on over the weekend, SmackDown's also got a bit of a scheduling change. So before we talk about SmackDown and how they're going to go head-to-head with Rampage, at least for 30 minutes, I want to bring up yung AEW buy-in special, which is happening uh, this weekend. And one of the matches on that card, which they're giving away on YouTube, is Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. My instant reaction without thinking it through was, are we really getting it on YouTube of all places? Uh, it's weird because gets Like, yeah, everyone has YouTube. It's... Um, accessible to a lot of people, more accessible than Fight TV, diba? And if you want to put on a banger of a match, then YouTube for free is a good place to put it on. But um, again, this matchup, Brian Dennison versus uh, Minoru Suzuki, it's still a matchup that will only interest the internet fanboys, uh, present company included, diba? Um, I don't think it's gonna be a big pull from the SmackDown uh, crowd who is uh, tuning in to watch their favorite WWE stars. Uh, they're on a different network uh, this week. So I don't know if that is a good 
if that is a good tactic, especially if the name of the game is ratings, uh, the TV ratings, especially, right? uh, I would have put it on uh, the first, uh, fine, the, the main event of Rampage, just to see what kind of numbers I can get with that matchup. I'm, I'm going to side with Ro here and say that above being a businessman, Tony Khan is actually a wrestling fan. And he likes gems of wrestling yeah, for free, uh, in fact. If you watch a lot of Dark, like one in 500 matches is actually good. It's just a squash match. So, <laughs> so at least, he's not a internet fanboys that like watching all this stuff. And that said, Minoru Suzuki, as much as we love him, is really not a household name at 50-something. It's not first name in the East as a fan of Japanese wrestling. So that said, the match is really just for the IWC. Just for the people who really want to pay attention to wrestling. It only really attracts that small section of the market. And mga, Which AEW already has. Yeah, well, that's true. But then there's a market for the guys who love former WWE wrestlers like Christian. Or, or like Mark Henry and Big Show or Billy Gunn. Right? May market that market I feel is like a lot bigger than the internet demographic that they also have. So here's my questions. Uh, here's my question. Knowing what we know, na yun nga a match like Brian versus Suzuki is targeted towards people like us, wrestling fans like us. What's the point of putting it on YouTube? What's the point of putting it there? Kung it's if, if it's not going to move the needle in terms of ratings, kung yun parin yung labanan. Uh, one, kasi libre siya because uh, you can just watch it on YouTube without having to wait for it on TV. No commercials as well. Second, they wanted to pull people away from watching SmackDown. So they wanted to sabotage the SmackDown ratings for that evening. Yes, Tony Khan is apparently that petty. Uh, he, he, head-to-head at that point, he will still try to pull people away from SmackDown and keep them watching Rampage when their show goes on air. So that is the point. That is the answer to your question. It's funny that Ro mentioned that because Tony Khan was quoted to say that he was excited to go head-to-head with SmackDown. Like, he was... He He really wanted to take on their A-show. He called SmackDown the A-show, and he wanted to take them on. It really is the A-show. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm repping them right now. Okay, so yes, again. He called it the A-show, and he wanted to take them all head-on. That's why, yeah, we'll beat them in the rating. So, he really wanted to win. So, it wouldn't surprise me that... Right, so okay, so SmackDown's happening, uh, or it's happening this weekend at its normal time slot, except it's extended for 30 minutes. So, super size SmackDown, siya. and that's because they're gonna be moving to FS1 for this week as opposed to normal channel Nilana Fox, and that's because of the baseball playoffs for us Filipino audiences who don't understand kung bakit nangyayari to, bakit may network time, uh, network change, time slot change, all of that stuff. So what this means is for the last 30 minutes of SmackDown, head-to-head sila with Rampage, and that's also why supersized SmackDown is busting out Brock Lesnar. They're really promoting Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks and all of that good stuff. And it's also why you see AEW is trying to steal people away in a month from itong two-and-a-half-hour uh, episode of SmackDown. So it's kind of weird, but like I guess this is the first manifestation of like a Friday night wrestling war. <laughs> I just feel really weird about seeing Tony Khan, as China said, na gigil na gigil and really taking a shot on social media. 
Uh, I just wanted to say, I just want to give context, by the way. The last time that SmackDown was on FS1 was two years ago, uh, I believe, um, based on my quick research before we went on air. And they did uh, 800,000, uh, around 800,000. So that's way low from their usual Fox numbers of around 2 million. But that 800,000 on FS1 is still higher than Rampage's average right now of around 500,000. So uh, Tony Khan thinks he can beat that number. But I think it's still a lot of WWE, ng universe, if you will. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm actually interested to see if Tony Khan can do it, but I don't think he can because WWE is still a, a juggernaut if you, if you really look at it. Malayo pa rin talaga yung agwat nila. I feel like there's a, so quite a bit of catching up for AEW to do where they can really say that they can, they can take SmackDown on. Go ahead, Stan. Yeah, Adam's saying in the comments na SmackDown will still win this week in terms of ratings. So he's agreeing with Ro here. And yeah, um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it'll take for, for Rampage to actually get the ratings win over on over SmackDown. Um, I think that it's time slot doesn't help. The fact that it's at 10 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah, uh, talagang hindi sila mananalo doon. One hour ng sila and they're on 10 p.m. They're pretty late on the Friday night slot. And it doesn't even help that they peak so early when they put on their big match at the first spot. Diba? So um, I, I know, I think he knows that he's not going to win. He just wants to f- mess around with SmackDown. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just really weird. Uh, Tony Khan is looking and sounding like Charlie Gully right now. That's a heels <laughs> reference for those of you who don't watch the show. Okay, let's talk about Impact really quickly before we take our next break. Uh, there's news that came out this week that the Iconics have now signed with Impact and that they're debuting under their new name, The Inspiration, at Bound for Glory this year, which will be on October 23, US time. Which is next week, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, next week. Next week. In Samstown, Las Vegas. So, uh, they have a new spot, but at the same time, it's kind of confusing because they're called the Inspiration, and Impact also has another team called the Influence. So, <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's, it, it's Madison Rain and, and Emma, Tenenu Bashwood. So, that's the okay. tag team. So, it's confusing for me. But then, I, I mean, I'm happy to see Jessica McKay and Cassidy, as they're now known. Uh, on, on the resting show. So good for them. Yeah, we've said on the podcast before that moving to Impact isn't a bad move, especially uh, with the landscape, the wrestling landscape having bounced back from COVID. So I think the important thing is that you know, uh, these wrestlers we like, whose work we enjoy, they are still getting contracts, they're still getting employed. So you know, st- uh, still a good thing. The inspiration. Ah, uh, they're apparently getting a tag team championship match. Yeah, <laughs> right uh, out the typical, gate. Typical impact, of course. <laughs> Why not? Why not? champions. Uh, right now it's the it's decay. It's uh, uh, uh Rosemary and Jessica Havoc. Young. Right. Uh, other news coming from Impact. Awesome Kong is this year's inductee to the Impact Hall of Fame. So I uh, did my research on the Hall of Fame ng Impact, and apparently they only have like one or two inductees every year. Yeah, so yeah. congratulations to Awesome Kong. Very well deserved given her run over on Impact and her contributions to the pro wrestling industry as a whole. I'm really happy for her. Yeah, she yeah. predates the whole WWE Women's Revolution by, I'd say, a good 10 years, five years. Yeah, because the domination that she just brought 
to the knockouts division was just unparalleled at that time. And and to see somebody that domineering in, in that division was just so unexpected for its time. So now we see her, we've seen her on Glow, right? and she also yep. kills it as the welfare queen. Right? So I, I love how they're giving Kaya Stevens, uh, Awesome Kong, her moment in the sun because she really deserves it. Yeah, she does. So congratulations again to Awesome Kong, this year's inductee into the Impact Hall of Fame. Uh, one more Impact question from Roman J, who asks, is Braun Strowman going to debut at Impact very soon? May balita ba? Um, no new, no new news on that front. So I don't know what happened. Uh, Braun Strowman, Adam Sure is still working EC3's free the narrative shows. So I guess that's the thing. If anything, you should probably watch out for Bond for Glory and see if he makes an appearance there. The original booking is Qatar this month. Eh? Qatar. Oh wow. Okay, that's weird. Because yeah. the, the original idea was that he debut alongside Bray, but we don't know where Bray. Is going to end up, the right? battle to come up with their own little Wyatt family, but we don't know where Brace ending up. And news, and last I've read, that they a deal on 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 the money side of things for Braun and Impact, so they might be renegotiating that. They might not. We don't really know. Yeah. So uh, regarding Braun Strowman in Qatar, the news as of late July was that he was supposed to debut in Qatar Pro Wrestling last month. So. We don't know. Uh, I, I, balita kung, uh, if he actually made the booking or not. I have no idea about the COVID situation in Qatar either. Na miss okay. niya talaga yung crown jewel eh. <laughs> so din siya dun. <laughs> No, I mean there is a pro wrestling scene in Qatar, so you know they have the money, so they try to yeah. uh, go all out. Let's take another break. When we come back, we'll bring back TBT. We haven't done this in a while. And we'll talk about Degeneration Next that's happening in a bit. But first, another way you can support the podcast is through your online shopping over on Shopee. Yeah, you should expect the big sale uh, this payday, uh, this weekend. So all you got to do to support the podcast with your shopping on Shopee is use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9, and the letter X. Uh, uh, type that in your mobile browser. Uh, it will take you to the app at the cart checkout from there. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. Another one of our sponsors here on the podcast is the good people over at Nike. And here's how you can get some killer deals over on their Southeast Asian online store. Yep, we have a new friend in Nike and all the good stuff you can get from them is available on their Southeast Asia store. All you got to do is use our affiliate link to get there. It is podlink.co slash 2J8, podlink.co slash number 2, letter J, letter 8. And what you buy will help us do what we do here on the podcast at Norris Across as well. Just do it. All right, let's take a break and hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. If you're a podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, we want to share with you a tool that we use to help monetize our podcast. It's called Podmetrics. You may have heard about it before, but let me tell you now, Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands just like we do here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly so you can maximize your earning potential. 
Not just that, you can also track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description of this podcast episode and use our referral code WRESTLING2XPOD. That's wrestling number two XPOD, so you can monetize your podcast too. Let's get our shout outs over on Kumu. All right. Uh, Paolo gave us a galing. VC314 is following us. Sabinated Vince Gitab. AJ Styles Rules. We are not disagreeing with you there, sir. Hey. Sab- Come again, and Gase and Harlan will be the creepy, weird version of Enzo and Big Cass. Maybe. We'll see. We didn't see Sabany Monday Night Row and AEW announces their own network library only for it to launch two or three years later. Sabany AEW library should be called P Glock. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sabany is coming again and af- headline after Rampage. Grandpa murdered a goat via sleeper hold and pile driver as well. Talk about Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson and Minoru Suzuki here. Thank you, everybody, for keep for keeping us company here on Kumu. All right. Uh, before we get to our TBT, just want to uh, um, respond to something Janere said in the comments. Uh, he was referring to Kurt Angle as Perk Angle. And I know Nasi Kurt Angle himself actually uses that nickname. But, like, uh, Shepard's still kind of making fun of his addiction. So let's try not to do that because, you know, uh, it's, it's never cool to make fun of people's addiction problems. So, you know. I mean, but if he uses a nickname, though, can you really argue against it? I don't know. It, he it's used it to say, no, sa, sa podcast in Stone Cold, but like, like I, I just wouldn't. Is what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, like it's self-deprecating on his end. I think. Uh, I think it's just him looking at that part of his life uh, with um, objective glasses. I guess. I guess. Uh, Joseph in the comments is asking, "Walana batalagang the way." It looks like they've been dissolved. Because si Austin Theory is on Raw. Indy's now teaming with Persia Pirata. And then uh, Johnny and Candice are on parental leave, right? So, yeah, let's get to our TBT for this week. We haven't done this in a while. And uh, this week, we're celebrating the anniversary of when Triple H, Shawn Michaels, China, and Rick Rude officially declared themselves D-Generation X. So on October 13, 1997, they cut the infamous promo where Shawn Michaels said, you made the rules, we're going to break them. And you know, dun na nagsimula yung kanilang run as D Generation X officially. And uh, you know, what we want is for everybody to basically let us know in the comment section what were your DX memories, especially that very first run when they were really mainstream in the late nineties. Yon, so chira ka muna. Go ahead. So burnt memories. Just thinking about it right now, top of my head, the memories that come out are. DX invades WCW. That's a classic with the tank. Na hindi naman talaga tank. Uh, also, the one where Shawn Michaels starts on DX and see the road dog step in and, and there was a hilarious and there's a, a this sketch where Triple H becomes Vince and and somebody becomes Shane. I think it was also Shawn. So the gagayahan sila. Um, all their sketches were funny. And the reason I love DX so much, I'm a I'm a DX stand forever. The reason I love them so much is because we've talked about this before. The the representation of the anti-establishment in WWE. Yung mga in dati, di pa okay na need to flip your boss off. 
or to give them the suck it, di ba? Kung galit ka sa gobyerno, suck it, di ba? Kung galit ka sa corporation, suck it. Di ba? That's what they represent. And, if they, and they didn't make it, they didn't present it in such a rebellious fashion. Rather, they made it so that natawanan mo pa sila, di ba? That they allow you to not take things so seriously. So that's that's why I fell in love with with this whole gimmick. Uh, Boswaki in the comments say, "Ilan tayong napagalitan sa school dahil sa socket." Oh. And I wasn't a wrestling fan in the late '90s, but I knew the socket. And like sa Savior, we had rules from the teachers. Now we actually couldn't do the socket crotch shot that talagang you're pointing at your dick. Like we couldn't <laughs> do that in Savior because of DX. So that's story. how I knew that they existed. True story. Uh, I was a wrestling fan in high school, and a teacher to this very day still calls me. Oh, is he socket? <laughs> this is a very, very true story. Um, uh, you like San? Um, I wasn't that big of a wrestling fan when DX was big. I was playing the wrestling games back then, but I wasn't watching wrestling on TV. But chempre, it was super mainstream. Everyone was doing suck it. I knew what the suck it was. Um, I probably caught clips of it on TV before. Uh, you know, my mom would ban us from watching wrestling that time so it was really pretty much very much in my consciousness and when dx came back in 2006 uh connection or ties to foundation of what you know they were and how they were big as a group back then that i was able to appreciate them in their comeback in their first comeback yeah, uh, Vincent is uh, shouting at the Vince Likes Cock DX shirt. I actually bought one of those for my dad. Because my dad also <laughs> likes DX. So my, my dad loved the Attitude Era. DX, Stone Cold, all of that stuff, right? Um, I had yung DX graffiti shirt from yung, yung mid-2000s run nila. Kasi yun yung, dun ako mas connected. Because that's when I was a fan already, right? Uh, let's go to the comment section. People are talking about their love for DX as well. See, Leo, his favorite uh, moment was DX after Austin became the champ. And Triple H slowly building the DX army. See, Boswaki also loves the invasion. See, Joseph Masbagoto from the mid 2000s reunion, you poop from the roof. I remember that very well. With the yeah, yeah. spirit squad, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, see, Julian mentioning the I just kicked Stan moment. That was Ty Dillinger, aka Sean Spears. So, just see Stan. That's also yeah. from the 06 run. See uh, Boss Wacky. Sorry, go, go. I just wanted to say. See Boss Wacky mentions the DX theme, which is very clearly a Rage Against the Machine ripoff. How did yeah. everyone feel about that? It's a good song. I will give you that. It's a really good and iconic song until now. But it is mean, obviously a Rage ripoff. Yeah, obviously. Well, I mean, that's what it represents, right? Anti-establishment today. What's more anti-establishment than Tim uh, Tim C rapping along, right? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but there was a WWE song, I, for, I forget which one, which was made by this cover group called Age Against the Machine. Oh. Uh, I don't uh, I'm not sure if it was DX. I think it was like some other song. But, uh, yeah, I, I remember that seeing that somewhere. I just can't remember whose song it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bruce mentions a match that we will not talk about anymore because it was just really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Emil says, uh, like us, he wasn't a wrestling fan when DX was really popular, but he knew about how popular they were because everyone was doing the crotch shop. So yeah, totally get that. Uh, Neil Patrick uh, says, 
When I first watched DX, I was envious with my friends na meron ding DX shirts in 2006. Kasi binibenta talaga, di ba, sa Green Hills, yep. sa Araneta. You could get those shirts there. I can't remember if I had a DX shirt. Na, na I, had, I had a few bootlegs. <laughs> I will say I had a few bootlegs. I had a couple of bootlegs kal- myself. Kal- kal- my mother's quick story. Man. I went to the States one time. Came back with, I asked for WWE shirts. He came back. Tapos sabi niya sa akin, ito lang yung nahanap ko, but galing naman yung state, so ganun din din yun. Then we went to Green Hills a few weeks later, and I saw those same shirts in the same stall. Nabinibentahan niya. So, natamduwal lang siya ng Green Hills bago siya bumulit. Bago siya bumulit na bahay. I knew it, Dad. I know that's what you did. Skamageddon uh, says on Kumu DX mocking nation of domination, although it wouldn't fly today due to cancel culture. It would just not fly today because it would be racially insensitive. Yes, uh, and that, that's wrong. That's just not right. Um, mga shirts, going back to the bootleg shirts, that's one thing I really miss from when we were much younger because I used to wish I had you know, all the money to afford all those shirts sa Green Hills at sa Araneta or sa Gateway. You know, like if I had, if I was making the money I'm making now, back in 2005, 2006, my wrestling shirt collection would probably be much larger. Agree, agree. Yeah, for sure. Sayang talaga na We grew up too late for that. Yeah, <laughs> for that, no? Uh, Roman J shouting out yung infamous DX promo, about one of the lines, yung boys and girls, children of all ages. That That's also pretty memorable. I'm sure now whenever the New Age Outlaws would cut that promo, it's na Triple H, na Shawn Michaels, makikisabay din kayo. Rowan says Hornswoggle. Rowan says Hornswoggle. He was a part of DX for a <laughs> yes. quick minute, ba? Yes, was he fun. was. Yeah. For a very uh, quick period. Yeah. Ano pa ba? Ano pa ba yung mga memories? Dave Scott says, Nung pinlay ng DX yung MSG curtain calls sa Raw, first time I can remember na may nag-break ng fourth wall in wrestling. Was it DX that did the curtain call? Hindi, diba? It was just It was a click. click. It was a click. Yeah. It was just a click. Yeah, it wasn't DX yeah. specifically. I like two, right, two, right. One half of them was DX, but you know, they were the most <laughs> in the <laughs> click. Maganda itong sinabi ni Leo Reyes. Habang niya, when Shawn Michaels and Billy Gunn were fighting over the mic to, who, to decide who gets to say suck it. That was really funny as well. I remember that right now. Ako mas gusto ko yung ano, sinabi ni Leo, DX's impression of Vince and Shane McMahon. Yo, that was really funny. Oh yeah, that was funny. That was that funny, was funny. Yeah. I remember they also that did well. a, They also did a, when, when they did the whole Shawn Michaels sold out gimmick, they also did a good HBA impression of Pyron Sean. Oh, you dropped the ball again, Sean. That's my little basketball siya na hawak. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, in Hubble, fake Sean Michaels, your ball. Oh, you dropped the ball again, Sean. I think it was Xbox. It was uh, Sean Michaels here. It was pretty funny. Yeah, yun yung ganyang humor that probably uh, in, influenced and inspired Z True Long Island story. Because ganun din yung jokes ni Matt Cardona, di ba? When that web show was uh, taking off in 2011. Uh, last couple of comments here. Si Emil is asking kung meron pa bang nagbebenta ng DX shirts sa Green Hills ngayon. Uh, wala na po. If you're looking for like bootleg WWE shirts, Surplus Shop is the way to go. So, so sa SM, meron. Tsaka meron sa Shopee and Lazada. So if you are planning to do that, just use our affiliate links. Meron, I saw. Uh, I really saw them on, uh, on yeah, Shopee. Yeah, meron, meron. Yeah, I will vouch for that. Meron, meron. Yeah, and if you're looking for our uh, affiliate links, go to linktr.ee slash wrestling wrestling podcast. No, magandang is nabili Emil. DX versus the Heart Foundation. That was actually one of the key rivalries for me uh, growing up in the, in the Attitude era. Clearly, din na namin nabutan yun ni Rowe. Uh, no, kasi our, they, uh, fandom. They, they, made it, they made it into this whole 
uh, USA versus Canada gimmick. <laughs> Where, of course, Heart Foundation represented Canada. DX represented the States. No, uh, and, and as a kid, I was like, yeah, boo Canada. Yes, States. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I just cheered for the States. I what it's about. No, uh, so I just, uh, it was a great rivalry, though, I will say. Joseph Politics. asked, speaking of speaking of rivalry, Joseph asks, who is the greatest rival in the X? I would say it's Vince. Vince, Vince my, my, yeah. My, I would say it's Vince. Corporation, yeah. I think a lot of like even to Austin, even to yeah. Brian, yeah. Kofi, any, any, the any, greatest rivals are probably Vince. Any voice of the voice, this character, definitely Vince. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's our TBT on uh, D-Generation X. Thank you so much to everybody who sent in your comments. Really appreciate it. If you want to keep the conversation going on this one, you can go to at wrestling 2 xpod on TikTok and on Twitter, and we can talk about it all over there. Let's get to our picks of the week. It's time for you to chime in as well. Leave it in the comment section. I'm going to start with mine. Yung NXT main event this week between Isaiah Swerve Scott and Santos Escobar and Carmelo Hayes' cash-in. That is my pick of the week for all the reasons we talked about earlier. All right, uh, so I'll go next. Uh, mine is CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia from Rampage. And, you know, really it's good. a fun match. If you haven't seen it yet, please. Uh, it is CM Punk's best match easily since returning to wrestling. So, uh, bright future for Daniel Garcia. Ganda. Yeah, yeah. My pick of the week goes out to uh, Gianna Perazzo versus Masha Slavovich on the knock. Outs knockdown pay per view from Impact Wrestling. Now, we were talking about women's wrestling and how badly it was produced in the WWE. If you want something good about now women's wrestling, go check that out. That whole show is only as long as a Raw. And, and look at the shot, it's quality matches, very fleshed out. And and especially that Dion Perazzo, Masha Stamovich one, where Masha Stamovich just looks like a killer. All right, let's get to the comments and uh, my pick of the week over there. Adam says, John Moxley versus Nick Gage for the GCW World Championship. I haven't seen this. I don't think I will. I, I see, I've seen it. It was fun. I've seen it. I, it was fun. Parang nag-enjoy. Feeling ko, mas, mas maganda to than the Cardona one. Kasi dito, makikita mo yung chemistry ni Gage at saka ni Moxley. Although yeah, the they first, go way back. They go way back. So it, it, I feel like this was bad. All right. Uh, Bruce's pick is Okada versus Sanada at the G1 Climax. Uh, Leo has a lot, uh, including Becky Lynch's guesting on Ryan Satin's podcast. See, Vincent, okay, the pick of the week. Niya. Potato Corner acknowledging the head of the table. <laughs> oh, somebody's going to like that in the comments. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, are, you, are you the one? Are you the one? Uh, he's, acknowledging, he's acknowledging it. Yeah, uh, Lance says uh, pick of the week is whatever Armed Anderson comes up with this Sunday on Dynamite. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Neil Patrick says in pick of the week is Alexander Hammerstone versus Jacob Fatu, title versus title. Emil's main ev- uh, pick is the main event segment. You, me, hell in a cell. I was really hoping that Madula si Edge and he would say SummerSlam. If he says anything but hell in a cell, it's just like the old band moment. I mean, like anytime someone says you, me, something, I think of The Undertaker because of you, me, SummerSlam. Uh, Scumageddon says his is Kenta versus Zack Sabre Jr. in the G1 Climax. I think this week I'm going to have to catch that. I haven't seen any G1 oh, yet I this week. Yeah, uh, yeah neither I. 
yeah, thank you so much to everybody who's been sending your picks of the week. Um, yeah, you probably don't realize this, but you're actually helping us out by pointing us towards the these matches that are actually pretty fun. But then, rin yung mga ibang viewers, ibang listeners, uh, it gives them something to watch as well. Uh, ito last si Rowan Evil Uno versus Anthony Green, the for, uh, the former August Gray on AEW. That's a that good match. Pretty, That's a really yeah, good match. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that pretty good as well. Yeah. So yeah. So again, uh, these actually help all of us out. So please keep sharing these picks of the week. Thank you to everybody who's uh, really become a, a, a part of the podcast in this way. Speaking of being a part of the podcast, uh, Babyface producer Gail, can we please flash the poster on our screen right now? Because we uh, got to remind everybody about our search for the next wrestling wrestling podcast co-host. Yeah, that vacant can be you. It could be you. So. Requirements natin, you've got to be a regular viewer of the PPVs and the weekly shows. As in, everything na pinag-uusapan natin dito sa podcast, dapat pinapanood nyo rin or else wala kayong baon. And then, mic skills and personality. You don't have to cut a promo. You don't have to impersonate a wrestler. You just have to be able to express yourself. Be witty. Be original. Be funny. Don't be boring. That, that's basically yeah, what happens. Pwede magtagalog, guys. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Pwede, pwede magtagalog. Yeah, pwede magtagalog. Pwede magtagalog. Don't be pressured. Wag kayo matakot kasi kala mo straight English lang no hindi I'm yeah. Tagalog right now. Uh, I said that no. in English. Pero nagtatagalog kami dito sure. No. Pwedeng pwede, pwedeng pwedeng mag-Taglish, pwedeng mag-Tagalog tapos kung magse-send ako ng audition videos, uh, keep it to one minute long and then uh, post it on any of your social media accounts and then make sure na na-follow niyo na kami on Spotify and that you listen to yung last episode and then tell us. Why did you enjoy or what did you like about the previous episode? It's that simple, right? So it's going to be an ongoing search. We don't really have a deadline for this yet, but the sooner that you send in your videos, hopefully the sooner we can find you, right? And if you know any any women, any female voices, that would really, really be helpful. I'm just going to say you can send as many videos as you want if you really want to go through all that trouble. <laughs> Sabi ni Boss yeah. Waki, post daw niya yung guesting ko. One hour lang daw yun. Waki, i-DM ka namin after this. <laughs> uh, parang, uh, parang mas importante yung public service na ginagawa natin. <laughs> oh, ba- de, de, baka gusto niya mag-ex-deal. Yeah, natin yeah, yeah. DM natin after this. DM natin. Oh, okay. Sige, sige. sige. We'll, we'll work something out. Alright, in the meantime, uh, let's tell you about uh, whatever else is happening outside of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Let's start with Chino. So I've been working this uh, podcasting thing for two years now, and I didn't. I still don't know what I'm doing. So I, this week on Class Count, I asked two people who do. I'm talking with Jim and Sam, the OG pod parents of the podcasting world in the Philippines. And I talked to them about podcasting, how they started, and how you can turn your art into profit. So that's this week on the Class Clown podcast. Also, a very special shout-out. To PNA, dahil buntika na namin mawala yung episode. But we did it, guys. It's coming out tomorrow. Also, the Cool Pals Comedy Festival is still happening. Kahit boosting yung mga sinehan, kahit pwede na lumabas, it's still going to happen online. That is October 26 to 30. Five straight days of pure Pinoy stand up comedy capped off by the longest comedy show in the Philippines. Philippines down and the world. So that's it's all on thecoolpals.com for all your t- tickets and information. Right, Ro, how about you? Uh, nothing new. So I will plug the TikTok again, guys. Uh, just send in your questions. We will react. Things that you want us to react to because that is always a good source of content at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and Twitter. 
Right uh, on my end, new episode of On Deck is out. Uh, Dino Imperial, aka Dizzy Savage of Bowel Clan, is my guest for this week, and he he talks about the dark side of the entertainment industry here in the Philippines. So, uh, major trigger warning for uh, people who've um, experienced sexual harassment. So, merong merong stories about that. It gets really unglamorous and really dark, uh, but it's also very candid. So, uh, go check out that episode on Deck with Stan. See. And uh, as always, uh, you can follow us on social media if you want to stay in touch with us even after the podcast. It is uh, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram and on Spotify. Then on Twitter and TikTok, as Ro mentioned, it is at Wrestling2XPod. Please also check out SmartHenry.com for all of your wrestling news and reviews. And uh, big shout-outs to our babyface producers, uh, Nika and Gel, behind the scenes for putting all of these episodes together and to the rest of the Podcast Network Asian team for allowing us to do what we do best here on the podcast. On that note, on behalf of Romaran and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C. Saying thank you very much, everybody, to all our uh, patrons, our listeners, our viewers, our subscribers. Thank you very much. Please stay safe. Double mask. Um, go get your vaccines if you can. You can still register to vote. May a little over two weeks pa. So please, wag tayo magcram kung kaya. Please go and register to vote, and then vote next year. Vote for the right people because we we need we need the right people to win. So wrestling wrestling podcast out. Bye bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.